This Month of Womanica is brought to you by LinkedIn. What does it mean to you to be professional? On LinkedIn, important conversations are happening around what that word means and how it's changing as we rethink when, where, and how we work. LinkedIn members are talking about things like needing more flexibility and taking time away from work to focus on family or mental health. Those things should not stunt career development and growth. Instead, the workplace will be better when we show up on our own terms. Professional is ours to define, and our authentic selves are our professional selves. Post your truth, show the world the authentic professional you, and join the conversations redefining professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, welcome professionals. Hello, from Wanda Media Network, I'm Elsa Majimbo, and this is Woman Cub. This month, we are highlighting innovators, women who helped shape the world we live in today. Responsible for over 100 inventions, today's innovator is nicknamed Lady Edison. She is recognized for her everyday devices that made life a little easier and simpler. If she could imagine it, she would create it. Let's talk about Beulah Henry. Beulah Louise Henry was born in 1887 in Raleigh, North Carolina. From a young age, Beulah expressed her creativity through painting, drawing, and music. Her curiosity was of the same caliber as her creativity. Few things brought Beulah more joy than identifying when something was wrong and how it could be improved. It is said that she began drawing plans for various inventions when she was just nine years old. Beulah received an education from North Carolina Presbyterian College and Elizabeth College in Charlotte, North Carolina. In 1912, Beulah patented her first invention, the vacuum-sealed ice cream freezer. The device allowed the user to make ice cream without having to use a manual crank. This was the beginning of a series of Beulah's products that solved everyday problems, especially for women. Her success in North Carolina emboldened her to move to New York City in 1920. There, Beulah cemented herself as one of the most prolific inventors of the 1920s. With her next patent of the umbrella with a detachable cloth cover, Beulah was able to open her first business, the Henry Umbrella and Parasol Company. These umbrellas were wildly popular because they allowed the user to coordinate their outfit with the umbrella. Many stores carried Beulah's fashionable umbrellas, including Lord and Taylor, which featured them prominently in the display window. By 1921, Beulah had opened her second business, BL. Henry Company of New York, of which she was also a president. Beulah was constantly asking herself how everyday tools and items could be improved. This inquisitive spirit resulted in a range of inventions, including the protograph, a device that produced typewritten copies of documents without the use of carbon paper. Other inventions included the misillusion doll that had eyes that could blink and change colors, and the dolly dip sponge, which stored soap in the middle. If anything embodies Beulah's tenacity for innovation, it's her famous quote of, 
I invent because I cannot help myself. Even before the release of her most famous invention, the Journal of the Patent Office Society profiled Bula, identifying her as leading woman inventor. Then in 1940, Bula patented the first bobbinless sewing machine, known as the double chain stitch sewing machine. Bula saw a need for a sewing machine that was faster and had stronger stitches. Her version got rid of bobbins, a small spool of thread that sits inside the sewing machine, therefore eliminating the added time it took seamstresses to replace them when the thread ran out. With Bula's creation, seamstresses could produce more items in a shorter amount of time with stitches that didn't unravel or tangle. Many factories still use a modernized version of the bobbinless sewing machine. Bueller's accomplishments are unique for this era. She was one of few inventors, male or female, able to make a living off her creations in total. She is credited with over a hundred inventions and granted 49 US patents. Bueller Henry died in February 1973. She was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame in 2006. All month, we are highlighting innovators. For more information and pictures of some of the work we're talking about, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan, who asked me to guest host. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey listeners, it's Jenny with another podcast I think you'll love. TED Talks Daily. Every weekday, you'll hear new ideas on every topic imaginable, from artificial intelligence to how the war in Ukraine can change everything. One episode in particular that I thought you'd really like is the recent talk from creator, comedian, and actress Lily Singh. Lily gets into how women and girls are conditioned to believe success is a seat at the table, when really, we should build a better table. She's hilarious and not only shares intimate experiences from her career, but also offers ways we can build a more inclusive society where girls are encouraged and empowered to do great things. Stick around to hear part of her talk or head over to TED Talks Daily from the TED Audio Collective, wherever you listen. You see, my goal was always a seat at the table. It's what women are conditioned to believe success is. And when the chair doesn't fit, when it doesn't reach the table, when it's wobbly, when it's full of splinters, we don't have the luxury of fixing it or finding another one. But we try anyways. We take on that responsibility and we shoulder that burden. Now, I've been fortunate enough to sit at a few seats at a few different tables. And what I've learned is, when you get the seat, trying to fix the seat won't fix the problem. Why? Because the table was never built for us in the first place. The solution? Build better tables. Allow me to be your very own IKEA manual. <laughs> I would like to present to you a set of guidelines I very eloquently call how to build a table that doesn't suck. <laughs> I've been told I'm very literal. <laughs> now, right off the bat, let me tell you, this assembly is going to take more than one person or group of people. It's going to take everyone. Are you ready? Should we dive in? Let's do it. Up first, don't weaponize gratitude. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Gratitude is a great word. It's nice. It's fluffy. A solid 11 points in Scrabble. Okay. However, let's be clear. Although gratitude feels warm and fuzzy, it's not a form of currency. Women are assigned 10% more work and spend more time on unrewarded, unrecognized, and non-promotable tasks. Basically, what this means is all the things men don't want to do are being handed to women, and a lot of those things largely include things that advance inclusivity, equity, and diversity in the workplace. So hear me when I say, a woman shouldn't be grateful to sit at a table. She should be paid to sit at a table, <laughs> especially ones she largely helped build. And a woman's seat shouldn't be threatened if she doesn't seem grateful enough. In other words, corporations, this step involves a woman doing a job and being paid in money, opportunity, and promotion, not just gratitude. And women, yeah, go ahead, live it up, do your, do your, live your life. And women, a moment of real talk. Trust me, I've been there, and I know it is so tough. But we have to understand and remember that being grateful and being treated fairly are not mutually exclusive. I can be grateful but still know exactly what I deserve, and that's the way to do it.